Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. Today's segments include Actually Finished, Actually Working, Actually Stashed, Actually Hand Dyed, Actually Attending, a Review, and some Knit Alongs. Actually Finished. I have two great finished objects that I'm excited to tell you guys about since the last time I recorded. The first one is the Leah pullover that I had been working on. This is a pattern by Mandy Harrington and it is a free pattern on Ravelry because it was from Knitty 2010. I was knitting this sweater in Madeline Tosh Home in the Dr. Zhivago Sky colorway on a size 9, US size 9 needle. I cast this sweater on back at Christmas time and I had been working on it um, as a distraction from my holiday knitting. I whipped up the body of the sweater in five days, which was pretty crazy, but it's a pretty simple sweater. It is a three by two rib, I believe, and or maybe a four by two rib, and it's got a really cute cable detail on the front, and it's a v-neck, and I had left it sitting with the body finished and blocked and one sleeve cast on. There's a cute cable detail on the cuff of each sleeve, I had gotten just past that and hadn't started. And then I just kind of got into my head that I wanted to finish the sweater and wear it on the plane on my trip to Vegas. And so I decided to figure out if I actually could. So I started working on it pretty aggressively a couple days, maybe four or five days before my trip. Finished the first sleeve, got it blocked, got it seamed up with the sweater. And I think I finished the second sleeve on Saturday night. And so then I blocked it overnight and let it dry and then seamed it up Sunday morning and wore it on the plane Sunday afternoon. It was a little on the warm side for when I landed in Vegas, but it was really cozy and comfy for the plane. And I think I'm going to get a ton of use out of it. So I'm pretty excited about the sweater. Now my challenge is I have three skeins of that leftover plus two skeins of Madeline Tosh Home in the Mandala colorway, which is a really beautiful variegated colorway that I had gotten from... Magnolia Society Yarn Club a couple of years ago, and I had knit up into an Adelaide cowl. So I'm just trying to decide now what to do with it. There is a cute Hohi Locatelli pattern called um, Holly Party that I really like, but I don't think either one of them is enough yarn to do it. So I was trying to figure out if I could like color block it or maybe stripe it, but I'm concerned that bulky yarn and horizontal stripes might not be the most attractive thing in the world. So if anybody has any ideas about how to use that yarn, um, hit me on Ravelry or pipe up in the forums or something. I would love to hear your suggestions. The second thing that I finished this time around was some boot toppers that I had cast on ages ago. They are called the Boot Candy Boot Toppers. They're a cute little cabled boot topper that I started back in November and I think I was knitting them on size 11 needles out of Knit Picks Brava Bulky. So just an acrylic weight. I had it from a project I had frogged a while ago. And I thought they would be really cute and go with lots of things. So those are finished. They were a very fast knit. I wore them a couple of times already. And I think I'm going to like them a lot. Um, the one thing that's a little bit of an issue is they are bulky weight. And that makes it a little bit tricky to zip them up into my boots, but I like the pattern and I like having the boot toppers enough that I could see myself knitting more of them, but in a different weight of yarn. So those are the things that I finished.
actually working. There are quite a few things on my needles at the moment, so a couple of them that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, the first is my nephew's Star Wars Force Awakens hat. So um, I am working on my fourth Force Awakens hat, and this one is dark gray and light gray and a peapod green, and this is for my nephew. I'm just finishing up the TIE Fighter, so I'm not super far into the color work of this. I missed having it finished for his birthday, and honestly, right now in Colorado, it is anything but hot weather. It's been 60 degrees. It's supposed to be 70 tomorrow, so I feel like right this minute, I'm not in a huge rush to wrap this up for him. I'd love to have it and have it ready to give him at Easter, but I need a little, after three of these in a row, I feel like I need a little bit of a break, so that one got a little bit of love this time through, and Hopefully, we'll get wrapped up in the next couple of weeks here. I have a couple different pairs of socks, as always, on the needles. So the first one is um, I have been working on my husband's socks. These were some socks that I dyed uh, to self-stripe, and I had originally thought maybe I was going to give them to Ben. I'm glad that instead I am giving them to my husband because the color repeat is pretty awesome. But right now I am on the 11th stripe. So I'm doing my regular three by one ribbed sock with an afterthought heel. I'm most of the way down the foot now I'm on, and I'm on to the 11th stripe. But on a little kid sock, there would have been, I think, too long for, you know, they would have been, they're, they're probably going to be completely mismatched anyways. But they just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have played with the yarn quite as nicely, I guess is what I'm trying to say on fewer stitches. So they're coming along really cool. It's interesting because I dyed the yarn up over last summer, and I don't necessarily recall precisely what I did, but this is the 11th stripe, and it is definitely a unique color, I think, like 11 unique stripes. The only thing that I can think is, as I try to look back, um, it could very well be that... I've got a little bit of repeating here going on and that I was using like um, jars of the dye instead of dye stock or something and maybe it got lighter in which case it would be one, two, three, four, five, six and then I would be on the second repeat which two, which doesn't quite make sense I don't think. So anyways it's pretty interesting to see. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that is what happened. But but the way that it worked, it, it, even if that is how I accomplished this, is the second set of stripes are so much lighter than the first that they honestly look like completely different colors. So they're turning out really cool. I think he's really going to love them. I need to finish one more stripe in order to get to a point where I can put in the toe. I'm going to put the heel in after I've knit the second sock. And honestly, it's really pretty great. These will probably be Christmas socks, so these will get stashed away for months and months, but um, they kind of live in my car. I've been taking them to basketball. Basketball ends tomorrow, so I would love to get the toe put in this one and bind it off and then start up the second one and see how it goes. So um, I'll post pictures in the show notes, but it's really kind of fun to see how the dyeing worked out. The second thing that I did just a teeny tiny bit of work on while I was gone was um, a pair of socks that I cast on in the Madeline Tosh sock 
in the electric rainbow colorway. I bought this yarn with a gift card that I had to Eat Sleep Knit, and it's a great variegated yarn, primarily black, but a speckled yarn, so then variegated with lots of different rainbow colors, and I'm enjoying the knitting a lot. I knit a three-inch cuff on these, and that was really pretty much all I got done the whole week I was there, plus the flight home because I slept most of the way. But I carried them around in my bag because it makes me feel calmer to have knitting in my bag than to not. So when I'm running around the conference like a crazy person, I felt like um, at least I had them with me. <laughs> so I actually managed to put a couple inches on the leg of those this afternoon when I was hanging out with the kids. And I am very excited about what these finished socks are going to look like. So those will get some love, I'm sure, over the next week or so. The last thing that I'm working on, and I'm really very, very determined to finish, I did bring this with me to Vegas and put it in the dresser and then put it back in my suitcase at the end of the week. But I'm going to try to finish my True Cardigan by Hohi Locatelli. So I am knitting that out of a Madeline Tosh Super Soft DK. And the colorway is called Raspberry Cordial, which is a very deep purple with some blue and also some pink to it. And the True Cardigan is a gorgeous long cardigan coat kind of thing. It occurred to me the other day that if I don't finish this soon, I really may miss my shot to wear it until the fall. So my hope is that I will get it um, cranked out here in the next couple weeks. I'm going to try to knit it pretty monogamously when I have um, knitting time that's not, you know, only only good for socks. So we'll see how that comes along. I really do love the yarn very much. I am just starting the waist increases. Um, so I've already done the decreases and I have to get a few more inches and then it's got pockets, which is always fun too. And Hohe's construction is always really interesting as well. So that is back on the needles, and uh, once I'm done with that, I really think what I want to do is finish up a couple of sweaters that have been lingering. Mostly, I have a couple of fingering weight sweaters, including an Austin hoodie and a Make-A-Wish cardigan, which is also a Hohi Locatelli pattern, and I'd like to crank those out because I do feel like my fingering weight sweaters are the thing that lasts me the most of the year here in Colorado because the Weather is unpredictable, but generally warm. So that'll be next up, and I will keep you guys posted. Maybe by the next time I record, that true cardigan will be nearly finished. A girl can dream, right? <laughs> Actually stashed. I do have a couple of things that I stashed this time around. I got a coupon offer um, maybe I just saw it on Facebook, actually, from Jimmy Bean's Wool. But the Madeline Tosh Pashmina base, which is their Merino Cashmere Silk Blend that I really, really love, is being discontinued. And so Jimmy Bean's Wool is running a special. I'm pretty sure they're still running that special where it's 20% off. And it's a lovely, lovely base. My Rocky Coast Cardigan is knit out of this. I have a hat that I knit out of it, but it's a very beautiful soft yarn, and frankly, I have a couple of sweater quantities of it in my stash, but I 
was feeling like, gosh, if I'm not ever going to be able to get it again and I can get it on sale and I was working my tail off getting ready for this conference, I decided to treat myself a little bit. So I ordered a sweater quantity of that yarn in the Vishnu colorway. So Vishnu is a beautiful blue and purple variegated. It's very, very bright jewel tones. And it's one of my favorite Madeline Tosh colorways. I really have been looking for a long time for the right thing to um, go ahead and make with with that colorway or to order with that colorway. So Hovi Locatelli has a new pattern. Um, it's like her big old coat. I think it was from the Authentic Collection. And so I ordered enough to be able to do that one. And hopefully I will get that cast on pretty quickly, but I really do. Um, I love the yarn. I love the color. So I'm very, very, very excited. And last, I kind of fell down a little bit. You guys, I was really not going to do the Magnolia Society sweater club from Madeline Tosh again this time, but I just couldn't believe how gorgeous the colors were this time. So they keep mixing it up and I keep getting drawn back in. So I did go ahead and subscribe to the club. Um, it'll start in March, so I should get yarn at the end of March. Um, there will be a limited edition Super Soft DK, which I believe is what my briquette is knit out of. And then there's a new base called Quarter Round, which is a fingering weight yarn. And then in July, it'll be DK Twist, which... Um, it's definitely a yarn that I have in my stash as well. So I'm pretty excited about the bases. More so, I was very, very excited about the color choices. So this time they did them um, neutrals, quiet, bold, and painterly. And there were so many beautiful colors, and I just couldn't resist. So I ordered in the limited edition Super Soft DK a colorway called Walden's Pond, which is a beautiful blue with what looks to me like a dark, dark green, almost gray, and quite a bit of white, really gorgeous um, variegated yarn. And then I also, in the um, fingering weight yarn, I am getting a colorway that is called, gosh, what the heck is it called? Charred. And so that one is a gray with um, hints of gold in it. It's really, really, really pretty. And I'm really, really, I'm a sucker for a gray. And so this one where it had shoots of little color in it, I just, I just couldn't help it. And then the last one, which is the DK Twist, I am getting Cosmic Silver. And Cosmic Silver is a kind of a, what I would call like a classic silver with then just like little bitty, bitty speckles of rainbow color. So I'm not sure what the heck that's going to be, but it's going to be a really fun sweater. I want to do something real casual with that so I can just wear it around the house and stuff. But I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't resist. And like I said, I've been working my tail off. And so I decided to reward myself with some yarn. Actually hand dyed. I actually did get the dye pots out this week. So that was exciting and made me really happy. The first thing that I did this couple days before I left for the conference 
I was um, kind of stressing out over my to-do list and not sure what to do, and I decided to avoid my to-do list and instead make myself something pretty. So I um, decided to experiment with a self-striping yarn that was speckled. So I used the little technique that I do where I just use the chairs and I put them in my living room and I just kind of like walk around the chairs with the yarn to make a really big loop. And I just did a two color repeat. So I did true black, really um, the way that I mixed the dye stock up, it's a very, very, very dark gray, um, but I really like it. And then the other stripe I speckled. And so I did Berry Crush and then a purple. I'm not sure exactly what purple I did, but I speckled them. And that way it's a really pretty solid and then a really pretty variegated stripe. And I think I got the idea on Instagram from Sherry from People Who Fields. She had been knitting with some yarn that looked like that. I don't know if she has any like that in her Etsy shop just yet, but I think that's something that's probably on its way. So I would follow Sherry if you are interested in something like that. But it was super fun to knit up and I was really, really proud of how it turned out. So I cast those on and actually on my flight on my way to Vegas, that was what I worked on. And I'm just short of putting the toe into the first sock. So um, I expect to be able to work on those a little bit this weekend or possibly this week, finish the first sock and then hopefully crank out the second one. So that one was really fun. Then tonight I went ahead and I got the hand, the dye pots out again. And I did three really fun things. So the first thing I did was there was a skein of yarn I had dyed up a while ago when I was first trying to experiment with speckles. And I had taken a sock blank and dyed it silver. And then taken dye like in squirt bottles and tried to speckle it that way with some pinks and some purples and, and a bright aqua. And I like it, but it was pretty muted, and I wasn't really sure that it was exactly what I wanted. And I just decided tonight to go ahead and kind of reskein that and make it a little bit more vibrant and exciting. So I just soaked that in some vinegar and water and then speckled it, first with some black and then with Caribbean Blue and Berry Crush, which are two of my go-to colors. So that one is drying right now. I'm excited to re-skein it again and see how it looks. And I will definitely post pictures in the show notes of all three of these things that I've been working on so that you guys can see them. The second thing I did was I took a platinum sock and I dyed um, three quarters of the skein in a dark silver gray so that should look really nice and um, tonal I would say the way that I dyed it up and then I just took little bits and sprinkled maybe over a foot of yarn colors in rainbow order so that it should be speckled there should be quite a bit of variegation uh, but I thought it would be a neat little kind of rainbow effect and I'm just seeing everywhere like so many different rainbows and then that Electric Rainbow from Madeline Tosh had me feeling a little bit inspired. So I'm excited about that one. It came out of the pot looking a lot like how I wanted it to. And I think that one could end up being really, really fun. 
The last thing that I did was another self-striping. So after I did the gray with the pink and the purple, I was kind of like fixing it all week on wanting to do more self-striping. So I went a little bit um, out there with the second one that I did, but I did the same technique of walking around my dining room chairs with the yarn to make it long, and then I broke it up into thirds. And basically what I did was I did speckle it, but I did... Um, pink and then pink overlapping with blue to make purple into blue into yellow so that the overlap would make green into pink again so that the overlap would make orange. So that one I think has a lot of potential. There was quite a bit of pink in the water when I rinsed it and I feel like where some of the spots I thought I was going to end up with quite a bit of white I may actually end up with quite a bit of pink instead like pale pink. But it looks pretty cool when it came out, and I feel like a lot of these I really can't tell until I either skein them back up or I start to knit them. So I think this is going to be a really cool rainbow set of socks, and I'm just always fiddling with different techniques, and this seemed like a really fun way to go. So I will post pictures once it is dry. It's supposed to be 70 degrees tomorrow, so... All of this yarn is sitting on the drying rack in my garage right now, but I will stick it out in the sunshine tomorrow, and that should get it ready so that I can skein it up and show you guys pictures. But it was really fun for me to get all that out and going again, and I'm excited to see the results. Actually attending. I mentioned last time that I had to be in Vegas this week for a large conference that I go to every year, and I just wanted to tell you guys a couple of the highlights in case you're in Vegas, most of these things are things that you could actually go and do. Uh, this year, I've stayed at some pretty great places over the years, actually. And this year, I stayed at Vidara, which is the non-smoking, no-casino property next to the Aria. Um, so near Cosmopolitan and near Bellagio on the Strip. And I have to say, if you are ever in... Vegas and the casinos are not your thing and you're looking for quiet at the end of the day, I wholeheartedly recommend Vidara. I had a beautiful, beautiful room and being there working and then getting back to the room very, very, very late every night, it was beautiful to have just kind of a little sanctuary. It was quiet. I didn't have to walk 10 minutes through the casino to get back to my room. So that was awesome. Highly recommend it. Two thumbs up. One of the nights that we were there, my friends and I went to see um, Ka, which is the Cirque du Soleil show that is in-house at the MGM Grand. Our conference is spread between MGM and Mandalay Bay. So we went to Ka, and I have to say this was a really, really fun show. It was um, probably in my top three. My favorites um, that I've been to in Vegas are by far Michael Jackson one. If you have any opportunity to be in Las Vegas, I just re recommend that like more than anything. That is the most fun thing I've done almost like in my life, let alone in Vegas. And then O, which is a really, really cool one that they do at the Bellagio. And it is all done over a pool of water and it will make your brain hurt. But it's so, so entertaining. So call was really fun, though. It, they do the, the production around that one is all around this platform that moves all around and so sometimes the platform is spinning and sometimes the platform is elevated and sometimes the platform is vertical and it was really pretty cool the way that they did it what was neat was when it was vertical there were little posts and so the 
Cast was doing like spins and flips and things all on this little these little posts that were sticking out of it. And then sometimes when it was horizontal, they would just jump right off the side. And that was pretty cool to watch as well. There must be trampolines or something underneath that they land on, but you can't see any of that. It was pretty neat. So that was fun. And then the highlight by far was that Wednesday night we got to see Elton John. So I was very stressed out because they were talking about the conference was very full and a lot of people wanted to see Elton John and maybe the staff would not get to go to Elton John because it was really full. But I got in on Sunday night and confirmed that I did, in fact, get a spot to see Elton John. And then Tuesday, it turned out that my boss had gotten wristbands for the staff. Um, and so we got onto the floor at Elton John and we managed to grab seats that were six rows from the front, which was crazy bananas. Amazing. Um, I have always been a big fan of Elton John since high school, certainly. And, uh, to get to see him in concert was like such a dream and to get to see him that up close and watch him play the piano. So a lot of times they had cameras either over his head or at one end of the keyboard of the piano and to watch him do that. The man is a virtuoso and it was, he's a legend and for good reason. So that was a tremendous, amazing highlight. And I had so much fun. So things that are coming up, I will be attending Interweave Yarn Fest. That's March 31st to April 3rd in Loveland, Colorado. And I am taking classes on Thursday and Friday. I think that on Saturday, there are potentially some meetup activities that are happening. Emily from Knitting Butterflies um, is having her birthday that same week. And Danny from the Prairie Girl Knits podcast is coming to visit her. And I think they're planning to do a very casual meetup on Saturday night. The last time I listened to Emily's podcast, they were talking about maybe grabbing Chipotle across from the Embassy Suites, which is great because it's casual and not a lot of pressure for people. So that could be really fun. So my hope will be that I can go to that. I'm seeing Emily this week, so I'll talk to her about the details for that then. Um, I did also hear that Charlene from the Yarniacs, which is a favorite, favorite podcast of mine, is coming and will be helping in the Western Sky Knits booth. So I haven't reached out to her yet, but I'm very excited to meet her because I think she's fantastic. So lots of fun to be had at Yarnfest, even if you don't get to any of the classes, which I do think there's room still in quite a few of the classes. You should totally get up there and see um, the marketplace and everything because it was a lot of fun last year. Longer term, I am hoping that I'm going to be able to make it work so that I can go to Rhinebeck this year. So I'll keep you all posted about whether or not that's happening. But I'm kind of setting an intention that I would like to be there this year and crossing my fingers that it will work out. And last but not least, um, usually my big conference conflicts directly with Stitches West and never is good timing to be able to sneak away and go to that. And over the years, I've thought about like, Maybe I could fly to Stitches and then fly to Vegas from there. And I'm just so busy with work leading up to it. It's always, always impossible. But they've moved my conference for 2017 back a whole month. So I don't have to go to Vegas until March. So I, same sort of thing. I am setting an intention that next year I'd love to be 
in San Jose and go to Stitches. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. And I will keep you all posted. For this week's review, I wanted to talk about the Interpretations Volume 3. So this is a new pattern collection that probably everybody has seen from Hoagie Locatelli and Vera Valimaki. So huge fan of both of these designers. I was really excited when this came out. And if you're not familiar with Interpretations, this is their third volume. Something that's cool about this is that they are actually publishing this one in paper. So Pom Pom Magazine is publishing a soft copy, um, soft cover, I guess is what I would call this um, copy of this. And I believe if you buy the soft cover version, like with the magazine, you would actually get the ebook version as well. But the ebook is $22.44. It's 20 euros. And um, the way that they do these interpretations collections, if you're not familiar, this is the third one they've done in a partnership. And they pick six words, and then each of them designs something that goes along with those words. So the words they picked this time were kind, curious, free, aged, significant, and whole. And it's a beautiful collection. So I just wanted to talk about the patterns kind of one by one and give you guys my thoughts. So the first word that they had, oh, and there's a cool YouTube video that kind of shows you the lookbook and each word and the the two patterns that go with it. So that's a really fun element as well. Hoki's done that with her last couple of collections, and I think it adds just a really nice little something to um, get you excited about the patterns. You can really see them um, up close. So for the word kind, Hohi's, um pattern is a light rain pullover. So this is a really cute, very much classically her style, kind of an oversized pullover with very long sleeves, including the splits in the cuffs for your thumbs. And then what I would call a funnel neck, turtleneck um, sort of view. It's fingering weight, um, and it's got a really pretty cabled detail up the front, and then it's ribbed at the hem and also at the cuffs and at that funnel neck. So really, really cute. Um, and this is one that I could totally see myself knitting for sure. Then Vera's pattern for that one was the looking ahead beanie. So this is uh, one skein of DK weight uh, yarn, and it's a really cute beanie with, I guess it's just a textured, it's, I don't think it's a cable. Um, and then she's got a really cute pom-pom on it. So I'm always a fan of a pom-pom and the hat is really, really super cute. For Curious, Hohe has what I think is going to be like the hot pattern right now. So much like her three color cowl that she did uh, last year, this one is called the Peeping Cowl and it's really cute. It's very much similar where it's ribbed at each end and it's a long tube and um, there are just different section, sections and um, textures. So she's got four different colors um, and it actually uses quite a bit of each. The whole thing is 800 yards of fingering weight yarn. And so she says here, like between 200 and 220 yards of three of the colors and then 150 yards in 
the fourth color. So you almost could use snippets of stuff you had left over from socks, or you could kind of buy four colors and then make two of these. But it's super cute. She actually did knit it in Tosh sock. And I wonder if it says the colors, because they're really, really pretty. Um, Baltic, Gossamer, Bark, and Depth are the four colors that she used on the sample. So really, really gorgeous. And I feel like that's the one that's going to be in all the booths at all the shows this year. So we'll see. We'll see if my prediction comes true. Um, the Vera pattern for that particular word is called the golden hour pullover and this is really really beautiful this is a dk weight pullover also done in madeline tosh so she did this in a madeline tosh dk and the sample is in mirth which is a teal blue that i had never seen before and then glazed pecan which is also one that i'm not sure i've seen but it's a blue with a brown and it's really a pretty color work sweater just subtle hints of it, and I I liked this one a lot. I'm not sure it would be very flattering on my build, but it's a gorgeous, gorgeous sweater. So that one was really pretty as well. The next word that they did was free. And so for this one, they both did sweaters. Hohe's is a sweater called Let Go, and hers is done in a... DK Weight Neighborhood Fiber Company Cobblestone. And the color is this beautiful, vibrant blue um, in the Georgetown colorway. I have not yet knit with any Neighborhood Fiber Company yarn. I do have one stash, one skein of their sock weight in my stash, but I haven't knit with it yet. But this color is gorgeous. And it's a beautiful cabled cardigan um, that I think is really really quite striking. I'm getting a lot of inspiration for this DK weight yarn that I'll be getting from the uh, Magnolia Society, especially because a lot of these, this, that particular one is not Madeline Tosh, but a lot of them are Madeline Tosh yarns. So then um, Vera's pattern for free is the Breathing Space Tunic, and it's very, very cute as well. This is a fingering weight pullover, and it's really interesting because it starts with a solid color and then there are alternating stripes. One looks like a speckled and then I guess it's that same solid. It starts out vertical and then they end up diagonal. So she used um, Singleton by the Uncommon Thread and then Tosh Merino Light, which, are, which is also a single. And the colorway was Peat. And then Holly Festival, which is one of those speckled Madeline Tosh yarns. So it's really, really adorable, this tunic. And I think that it's very flattering on a lot of builds. It's a little bit asymmetrical, and I feel like that would be very flattering for a lot of people. Then for the word aged, Hohe's was um, called a Timeless Henley. And that one is cute, I would say, of all of them that is my least favorite in the collection. It just It's a very textured piece. It just kind of didn't do it for me. Um, but Veer's is very pretty. It's called the Heartfelt Cardigan um, with a textured cardigan, fingering weight, and it's just got a gorgeous lace pattern to it. Her sample is knit in Bumble Birch Heartwood, which is not a yarn that I have heard of ever before. So, But the colorway is called Rainstorm, so it's a gorgeous 
um, gray with a lot of depth, and I am a sucker for a beautiful gray. So that's one that I will definitely consider. I do have several sweater quantities of fingering weight yarn, and so um, it's always good to have ideas there. Next to last is Significant, and so Hohe's pattern here is the Expressive Shawl. She really does a beautiful job with her shawl patterns, although I'm not much of a shawl knitter. This one is, I think for lack of a better word, I would call it scalloped along the edges, and it is two colors. Sort of looks to me like there's a dropped stitch pattern as well and then a very interesting bind off so um, if shawls are your thing it's also massive but if shawls are your thing it's a lace weight shawl 800 yards and um, it's lovely I just I don't knit a lot of shawls myself um, and then Vera's pattern for this one is called the title ground jacket and again this is a very similar color to the one that Hohe used on the Let Go cardigan, but it's a beautiful, beautiful deep blue. Very interesting. It makes you sort of think of like a cadet jacket. So she's got a very, very deep blue and then um, 10 beautiful, pretty large buttons. And I think that these are actually wooden buttons, but in the photograph they have kind of a goldish tone to them. So really pretty. This again is a Madeline Tosh um, DK Twist in the colorway Deep, which is a favorite of mine. It's a beautiful, beautiful blue. So that one is really pretty um, and looks like it could be, again, very flattering for a lot of people. The last pair of words are Whole. And so Hohe's pattern, this is the one that I'm completely obsessed with, you guys, is called My Everything. And it is a worsted weight cardigan and it reminds me a lot of a couple of things of hers that I have knit like if you took the best of them and combined them so it, it's got a cable pattern on the back where there's a um, a cable that runs all the way down your spine um, but then it also is sort of a round hem so there was that cute little kids cardigan in Vera's color wheel knits that I reviewed that I really like this so, gosh if I could just figure out how to grade this for adults this feels a little bit like that but then also with some more details so it does have a round shape and a round hem but then it's cabled all the way around it and honestly as I look at this one and I think about yarn and pattern this might be what I end up doing with that um, Bishnu pashmina that I bought because it would be gorgeous with these cables and the cables are just heavenly it's a beautiful beautiful sweater so this is my favorite this is the one that gets the gold star for me by far it's it's the most beautiful sweater pattern I've seen come out in a while um, and the last pattern is be kind and that's Vera's and so this is a fingering weight shawl again Tosh Merino light um, and I'm just looking to see what the colorway was. The Radness, which is not what I've heard of, but it's a speckled. This is kind of a cream-colored base with some speckles on it. And it's really, really pretty. Um, again, very, very large, 1,100 yards of fingering weight. So you'd need three skeins of yarn to get it done. But it's a really pretty narrow but long shawl. And I liked it very, very much. 
So definitely check this one out, guys. I, um, I love both these designers. I think this collection is really worth taking a look, and I think you have to buy the whole collection. I'm not sure. Let me just let me just confirm really quickly. Oh no, I'm sorry. You can buy the patterns individually. And for example, I'm looking at this um, Be Kind shawl, and it's only four dollars and thirty-eight cents U.S. So um, really, you can go either way. It might be worth seeking out the printed version from Pom Pom Magazine. I know that they've been very excited about the fact that they have a printed copy. And I think they may have printed actually all three of the interpretations collections, which are all really beautiful and worth checking out. So give it a look and enjoy. I wanted to give you guys a quick update on knit-alongs before I go. So we do still have two active knit-alongs. The first one is Color Wheel Knits, and I will be the first one to admit that although I want to knit all the things in the book, I have not really cast on any of those. I really, really, really want to get my sweater mojo back, and so my hope is that that book, with all of its beautiful, beautiful sweaters and some of the amazing yarn in my stash, will be the key to that. So um, true is my priority right now, and then I'm going to try to pick out a sweater from that book to cast on um, pretty quickly here. I also, there's a hat I really like, and so I also might whip up a hat from that, but I'm just going to leave that one open. I love that book very much, and I would love to see if you guys end up knitting from it, you know, which things you do end up knitting, so I'm just going to leave that ongoing. No prizes or anything. That one is entirely just for fun and because I wanted to knit all the things. But Knit Nosh Along is still going on, you guys, so Knit Nosh will be open, the Knit Nosh Along will be open until April 1st. We still have about a month, plenty of time to earn points and win prizes in the Knit Nosh Along. So um, I want to run through the rules quickly, but uh, basically what you need to do is either cast on a new project with one of our sponsors' yarns, so Bijou Basin Ranch, MJ Yarns, Nerd, or Scandalous. Uh, knit something with your samples if you came to the event and you still haven't knit up those great samples. Finish a project with yarn from one of the sponsor companies. Um, use a project bag from Modular Modular, who was one of our great vendors that was there at the event. Or knit with one of the patterns that was gifted to you. Um, so lots of ways to earn points. Prizes will be awarded based on points, and I do have some beautiful prizes to give you guys, so get knitting because uh, this yarn is fantastic, and I want you guys to have it. So um, I have one skein of Bijou Basin Ranch Lhasa Wilderness Sport in Teal. I have one skein of MJ Yarn Silken DK in Phoenix, one skein of Nerd String Merino DK in Sunrays, and one skein of Scandalous Anna in Come Along Pond. I also have a gorgeous project bag from Modular Modular. Katie was kind enough to gift me a bag at the event. And I've been using it all the time. And I love it. Extremely high quality. Really adorable. And so, um, yeah, check out the sponsors and come knit along for a chance to win some prizes from them. The other shout-out that I wanted to give is... Um, Donna from Scandalous posted today in social media that she had done her first self-striping yarn for sale in her shop, and it's really cute, and it's Star Trek colors, you guys, and so for anybody that's into that, 
Um, it was like red and blue and kind of a gold and then a black or gray. So I thought it was super cute. Um, and I am sorely tempted to buy some myself, although I did just dye a bunch of yarn today. Um, so go check that out because certainly that would count towards the knit along. That's all I have for you guys today. Uh, thank you as always for listening and for your support of the podcast. I wanted to say thank you again to anyone who has recently left an iTunes star rating or review. Those ratings and reviews help other people find the podcast, which is exciting and fun for me. And so thank you very much if you've done that. If you haven't and you enjoyed the podcast and wanted to do that for me or for anyone else who podcasts, it does mean a lot and I would appreciate it tremendously. In the meantime, you could also catch up with us on our Ravelry group. You could follow me on Instagram, which is at knitactuallypodcast, or on Facebook. So show notes are always at uh, knitactuallypodcast.com. And that's it for this time. Thank you again so, so much for listening and for hanging out. And I will talk to you all soon.